0: Hey guys, just a heads up. In this episode, we do touch uh, briefly on suicide, mental health, and even losing a loved one. Um, it's nothing too hectic or in depth, but you know, if you do know someone who needs help out there or you yourself need help, make sure you call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 22 46 224636 Also, Kane is raising money for Beyond Blue with the marathon run. So if you want to donate to that, head over to everydayhero.com All you have to do is search for it in the search bar and just search for lads run for depression, and you can make a donation there to help a good cause. All right, let's play that music and get this episode underway. Hey guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With... I'm your host, Jai, and today on the episode, I have Dippy. So Dippy's name is Kane, and he came in and we had a chat about a heap of different things in this episode. Um, there is a little bit of music stuff, but it's actually a lot more of the other stuff that Kane's passionate about, which was really cool to hear. Uh, we touch on a bit of state of origin and sport. Uh, he talks pretty heavily about his family, which is really awesome to hear um, sort of, you know, his story and where he's from and, and what he's all about. Also in this episode, we talk about the coaching at your shot and his DJing and mentality in the industry and one of the main things we do talk about is him running a marathon to raise money for Beyond Blue so make sure you guys um, you know donate if you can and help out in any way that you can to to try and get that, um, that support there for Beyond Blue. Okay let's dive in guys as always sit back crack a beer if you have one and enjoy the episode. This is A Beer with Dippy. So, mate, Ponga on Wednesday. How bloody good. What do you reckon? Uh, you've been championing him for a while, really, like before the last series started. I remember you were talking oh. him up, saying, get him in there, give him a crack.
1: Man, pretty much as soon as he signed for the Knights, I was on him because we haven't had much hope in anything for a long time. Yeah. So, you know, untried, untested, but he's just come on in leaps and bounds. So, oh, man, I'm start to see his so progress. Good, hey. and He's he's come at the right time too because I mean we lost so much from our team in in Smith and and Cronk and Slater that so whole that whole spine the exactly whole backbone right of the of the, the backline yeah, yeah man and and to come in like into a position he wasn't necessarily renowned for playing in the middle yeah, to yeah. do such a solid job and now that he's a fullback it's it's brilliant I'm, yeah. I'm stoked for him and and for Queensland look I don't know him personally I'm talking like he's a yeah of mine, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Um, um oh I love it, man. It's so good to see for the Knights, for for Queensland, for Australia too, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. He's probably yeah. gonna end up there too. I think he, he sort of got the the chocolates over Teddy in, in game one at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah we'll see. I mean men of the match. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, exactly. That's pretty good.
0: And I think it's really cool that um that whole spine performed well. Like, you know, yeah, all those man. those young boys. Yeah. And, and I think it's really cool that um like that all those all those guys like Daily Cherry Evans, Munster, yeah. Ponga, and even maybe Ben Hunt. Yeah. They're all like genuine playmakers. Exactly. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. you've got that the whole way across. Whereas you know, Slater was a like phenomenal, yeah. the best to do it, they say, but you know, he was he was more of like an attacking, like give him the ball, dangerous yeah. footwork. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't see those big long balls, you know, that, that yeah. long ball ponga hit oh, out to the wing for that yeah, try. Good. Like,
1: you don't... You know, we haven't sort of seen that. And even the wing is finishing forward. it as well. Like, it's millimetres nowadays. Yeah. Every time they're scoring tries, it's freakish. Yeah, and, and, and well you, know, you
0: thought that Corey Oates was in, and then it's like, oh, he's just
1: on yeah. the line. Like I'm, oh. I'm dubious. I don't know if his heel actually hit. <laughs> yeah, right. like, there's... Like, if that grass was a little bit shorter, that's yeah. a try. But yeah. I don't think they should be able to super slow-mo tries. Yeah. Or video ref should have to watch stuff at full speed. Yeah, because yeah, It just takes the human element out of it now, which I don't like. I think if you can judge it based on how a human would view it and it looks like a try, well, then that's good enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to um, with all the super slow mo and all that. Yeah. You know? There's no, there's no, you know, when you're at club level and that, you can go, oh yeah, it's good. You know, yeah. be real confident yeah, afterwards exactly. and almost, you know, trick the ref into. And I'm to happy you've to take
1: an like a bad call on human error. Yeah. Like, because it's the like NARPA's try for example. Yeah. At full speed, that looks like a try every day yeah. of the week. Yeah, exactly. When you go to super duper slow mo, yeah. you get that like slight bobble of the ball and are yeah. like not knock on. No. Nah. And that's just the whole momentum of the game. If he scores there, definitely completely different first half. But luckily, we sort of could connect the way we were meant to in the second half.
0: Yeah, that was the second half,
1: wasn't it? Oh, man. If we can play two halves like that in Perth, game over. Yeah, that's it. New South Wales can't match that. But I don't think they'll have the same side either. Yeah. That that wasn't the best side New South Wales could have put out. Yeah, yeah. I get Freddie trying to sort of stick with... The you know, Cleary or whatever. Yeah, tried, yeah. Probably, Give me a
0: bit of a chance. Yeah, yeah.
1: Reynolds, the yeah. starters. Pierce is another one I probably would have put ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. Even though from a selfish perspective, I don't want Pierce. No. <laughs> he's carving for the night, so yeah, just leave yeah. him there. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I was kind of, from a Queensland perspective, stoked that he picked Cleary because he was, he was quiet in the game. Didn't seem him do much. Yeah, and yeah. Walker couldn't do anything because he didn't have Reynolds for support as well. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if Reynolds is there, completely different New South Wales side yeah. and probably a much, much tougher sort of hurdle to get over. But stoked we got game one in the bag, man. Yeah. Yes. What did you do
0: for the game? Were you, did you Man, I was just – I or? chilled,
1: yeah I, yeah. I was at a friend's place, watched it over there. Another mad league, man. Like, if, if I'm not at the stadium, I prefer to watch it on my couch at home. Yeah, yeah. Just so you can get the commentary and – yeah, you know, look. If you go to a pub or something, one you don't get the commentary. Two, there's probably going to be a hundred people chatting around you, so you don't yeah. get to watch it properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if I'm not at home, I'll watch it with someone equally as diehard as me. Yeah. Because they know not to talk when the game's <laughs> on, and anything they're saying is is going to be relevant. Yeah, and they're not talking over a good commentator. Yeah, And, yeah. and it's probably going to be even though I might not agree with it all the time, it's going to be a sensible comment. Like yeah, yeah. You know, those people who just comment on a game. It's like, do you ever watch yeah. footy? You've yeah. got no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, no expert, but yeah, like, some yeah. of the time, some shit people say, I'm just like, you're, you're having a lender. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. You, yeah, you don't know comment. what you're talking about. So just...
0: It's like I remember back in the day watching... Um, when I was younger putting like Roy and HG's commentary on mm-hmm. just turning it down on the telly and putting that on and oh man yeah. that stuff so that was hilarious yeah. so like so New South Wales biased yeah, but no, you know exactly. but you know that coming it, yeah. into it and it's just some of the Nicknames and yeah, calls and things to go. It's just, just good banter. I don't right? know
1: like Fletch and Heidi did it one time for Fox Sports yeah. and same sort of thing, but it was just filled with banter the yeah, whole time, yeah. which is so entertaining. Yeah. Um, because you can get sick of yeah, your feel Goulds and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It just. Sometimes he halves. Look, it's a knock yeah. on, and he'll we tell were. you next five minutes that it was a knock on. We get it, Gus.
0: Like, we, we all put bets on before how many times they'd uh, mentioned the Telstra tracker. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do
1: you reckon? How many times in the half? You reckon yeah. three
0: times or four? Or what, you know, like. I'm the same
1: with video ref. Like, yeah. Got to get the KFC out after yeah. uh, yeah. 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Which great for KFC because I yeah, tend yeah. to sort of go, okay, well, I'm like going to get some KFC. Yeah, Same <laughs> with the cricket, marketing. man. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, geez. The, the front, marketing yeah. here is so good. Yeah, that's So it. good. How did, you, um, how did you get onto the Knights, like, supporting them? Because, like, did you grow up there or, like, what's the connection? No, I mean, yeah.
1: so, no, like, location connection or anything like that. Just, like, I, I've played footy since I was five. Yeah. Um, Dad's a footy player, older brother, younger brother. Yeah, Like, yeah. just... Mad sort of sports family and when I was sort of getting to an age where I, you know, started to follow it a little bit more yeah, and, yeah. and it became something that I was more interested in than just, you know, kicking a ball around and running the wrong way on the field. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's when Joey Johns was coming on the scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was okay, a little bloke yeah. as well, like sort of played that position and yeah. he was just the best at the time Yeah, was hard it? Yeah. not to like, you know. Yeah. So being from Brisbane – like the Bronx is sort of shoved in your face a little bit, yeah. but it was also around the time that Wayne Bennett sacked Wally Lewis and okay. you don't sack the King. No, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Brisbane was sort of, you know, a bad bad taste in everyone's mouth, yeah. especially in our household. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, mixed bag. There was no real, like, everyone needs to support Brisbane because my dad's a doggy supporter, uh, yeah. so is my older brother. Mum's sort of a night supporter now. Younger brother goes for the Warriors, and then my sister goes for Manly, so... Well, that'd be interesting uh, that, you know, you know, you all get together and yeah. you can have a bit of a banter about the banter. teams and stuff, yeah. So I've copped it for the last five years <laughs> Yeah. a supporter. supporter, yeah. yeah. and now the doggies are doing so terrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeding it back So have Yeah, you've
0: got someone else you can feed it back exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, and then Manly, it just shit altogether, so yeah. the sister cops it a fair bit as well. Yeah, but, yeah uh, man, that's, awesome. that's, that's it, and then... Obviously, the Knights, uh, being from Brisbane, Queensland, you know, you don't get to choose what state you support. That's just yeah, the way yeah. it is. Queensland, yeah. Um, but my old boy is actually a New South Wales supporter. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, both of my folks are Kiwis. So, yeah. mum moved to here. She was a Queenslander. Mm-hmm. And then my old boy moved here, but there was a heap of Kiwis playing for New South Wales uh, at the okay. time. So, yeah. he jumped on that bandwagon. So, yeah. yeah, they sort of enjoyed early success, but... You know, how the the dynasty lately with yeah, yeah. Calvin, so. That's awesome. Yeah, he's harping on about the one in a row, but I don't think it's going to last for The uh, <laughs> one in a man. row, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 you can't say one in a row. That doesn't <laughs> That's work. It.
0: That's oh, it, man. oh, man, yeah. So do you play any sport at the moment, like footy or anything? Do you, um, do you ever get out and have a run or?
1: I, well, I'm running at the moment for, for a half marathon I drunkenly committed to. Um, yeah. But sports really sort of dropped off. For me, I'm playing social basketball on Mondays. Oh, yeah, cool. Just right. um, a few of the boys from the Met. Um, but, yeah, I, I played AFL last year, my, my first and, and last season. Yeah, um, yeah, How'd you go? Yeah, shit house. Um, where where did,
0: where did you – like, what position were you playing? So Coming I was, from a league
1: background, like, where did they stick Playing you? down the back, just yeah. on defence. Just defence, yeah. I was, I was told I could tackle, so that's what I would be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, like, the coach is a really good mate of mine, so – he just I, – I said to him, mate, make it easy for me, like nice and simple. Yeah. He goes so – Tell me what I need to do. It's exactly how it went. It. He goes, you're going to mark a guy – your goal is to stop him from getting the ball. Yeah. If he gets the ball, whack him. Yeah. I was like, that's an easy job. That's do, yeah, that. it's easy. Yeah, yeah. So, and license to whack a bloke. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Beautiful. I can, I can that's give it the a thing crack.
0: About AFL. Some of the hits are just massive because it's man, like off the ball. You know, you're any not direction, looking, you're not looking yeah, where they come. You catch
1: a bloke off balance. Some and of he's those going
0: flying, and some of those big hits you see in AFL I mean, over oh, yeah, here. Just the like, hip and shoulders too, oh, like, and oh. just, just out of nowhere too. Yeah. We're
1: blindsided. That's the big thing. Like guts to the guys that like run for the ball. Looking over their shoulder, and then there's a defender coming straight on at him. Oh, yeah, it's scary. But I loved it. Really good game. Yeah. Um, just a lot of running. A, a lot, lot of like league. Yeah. So stop start. Yeah. AFL. Yeah. If your player wants to go, you're going with him. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. It's it's
0: there's no there's no
1: off time. Yeah, but it was league before that. Um, pretty much five to twenty five. Played for about twenty years. Yeah. Um All position, like backline
0: stuff, or what were we So I played Hooker
1: early, yeah. um because I was so small. Um I was about four foot till I was about seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Um and then moved to New Zealand. Luckily got a growth spurt because yeah. the game wasn't so popular there, so there was no like sevens, eights, nines, tens. It was like that they had weighted divisions and then it was yeah. just open. So I moved to NZ when I was fifteen 10 and sixteen, and oh. I was playing against men. So Still a little short-ass, yeah. but playing 120-kilo, like yeah. Tonganfellas. Yeah, yeah. So luckily, only God or whoever is is responsible for growth. Yeah. It's looked down <laughs> yeah. and went, maybe we should give out. these kids some high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so shot up and then, yeah, played there for a bit, come back, played a bit of senior footy back in Brizzy. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, gave that away sort of as work and and life gets in the way and then yeah. DJing, you're out. You know, Fridays, Saturdays, yeah, Thursdays—you yeah. are know, only rolling up for a game of footy, hungover, oh, nah, not, it's not, fun. Good. I was, not fun. I was—I was
0: playing um, Union up in Townsville when I was DJing full time for a while, yeah. and it oh, was just it's rough, some days yeah. you're just like, man, I'm so tired, and it's not yeah. even like the hangover; it's the tired. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm so tired, man. Yeah. I don't want to—I don't want to put a jersey on and run around in
1: exactly thirty degrees <laughs> up there, too, man. Yeah. It's so hot. But yeah. even after the game. Like you wreck from the game, and then you got to go out and go clubbing and get up for that. Yeah, it has, yeah. You don't want to be like a flat DJ in the booth giving yeah, the crowd it's nothing. Tired yeah. yeah, not on. But um, yeah, I miss it, man. Like the the camaraderie oh, yeah, and the, the mateship and all of that. Yeah. Like there's nothing, nothing even close to that. And like if you don't do it, you don't sort of get it. I don't think because. Mm-hmm. I when I was playing AFL last year we got rained out a couple of times during the week yeah. for training and like bless the missus she goes oh well, you can come to the gym with me if you want I'm like ah oh, nah nah like it's, no, just it's not, not the same, same yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. like I want to go and talk shit with 20 blokes yeah, for a couple yeah. of hours or and it's fun running around and doing the exactly. you know, training yeah. with the boys and all that big and, time man and so, yeah. like I mean sort of cover my ass I don't mind going to the gym with the missus but yeah, completely. You know, different ballparks. Yeah.
0: yeah, I seen you doing a bit of gym work lately. Actually, on the on the odd socials. Yeah, and so leg squats yeah. And, and that. Going, yeah. pretty yeah, at it
1: a- again. Sort of just fell into it. I yeah. I sort of off the back of AFL last year. I managed to drop like ten kilos. Yeah, because you run money. so much, yeah. and then I didn't want to just put it straight back on. Yeah, so yeah. was helping a friend. Um, his family owned a business in Queen Street Mall. And council didn't renew their lease. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's Rankin's on the mall in, okay. in Queen Street. Sort of landmark. Everyone goes, you know, we'll meet at Rankin's or whatever. So, yep. yeah, we went and helped them sort of dismantle all of that. And, and one of their sons is a personal trainer at FitAds. So yep. he goes, oh, you know, as a thank you. Come on in and, and we'll do a bit of training. Yeah. said, yeah, no sweat. Like, I'm keen to do something. So... Yep. Went in and, and just haven't looked back, essentially, yeah. man. Loving it? Loving it, man. Yeah. Loving it. And, and again, is it like
0: a good group of people you got
1: there That's training? That's exactly it. That's, That's exactly thing. it. Yeah. So I train with a couple of different blokes. We'll pair up, sort of split the cost and, and yeah, make yeah. it a bit more affordable. Yeah. Um. But it's, it's me and one other bloke and then Matty Peterson's my trainer. He's there as well. So yeah. you sort of forget that you're working out because yeah. – you just talking shit or, or whatever, yeah. and, and then you try and motivate each other. Like, exactly. Come on, you, got, you exactly. can do exactly. You and can do it. Like you go, oh, like you like, pussy. You didn't do that last week. More. Exactly. Like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And then I got another fellow Jay that I train with as well. Um And same sort of thing. He's he's an old apple farmer from way back. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you, you talk talk under concrete yeah, to a bloody yeah. farmer, and yeah, yeah. it's just great. It's it's good banter, good times, and yeah, I have come shitload stronger and, and all of that. So yeah. I haven't actually lost weight, which was the whole point of it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm sure you feel better though. Way better. Like yeah. if I was still lifting the same weight but not getting lighter like you know, not losing weight. But I'm happy to be heavier as long as I'm sorta of trimming down and, and getting a bit healthier. Yeah, yeah. Was the main thing because well, obviously when I was playing footy, I was running about eighty five kilos, fit as an ox. Yeah. And then five years of DJing and, and piss drinking on weekends sort of blew out pretty quickly yeah, yeah. and, you know, you don't sleep as much, yeah. your mental state t- starts to take a bit of a hit in that. So, yeah, I find if I'm exercising and training, mentally I'm a lot clearer and sort of yeah. calmer and stuff as well. So, yeah, 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 it's not just the physical stuff. I think the mental – benefits you get out of training and, and all of that is, yeah. is huge as well so uh, and that's
0: probably important for people like DJing and you know with nightlife stuff it's like that contrast because it's easy to just
1: uh, walk yeah. away listening to music you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like you 100%. can just listen to
0: music and that can be everything and then you know you yeah. sort of you find down the track your body starts to you know exactly, break down man. a bit and,
1: and it's it's like for an occupation where you're in the limelight a lot and you're sort of with a club of, of a few hundred people or whatever, it, it can be very lonely too because definitely, while you've got those relationships with your crowd or the industry or whatever, those childhood friends that you had, you can float away from pretty quickly mm, because yep. they're doing different things with their life or whatever yep. and instead of going to birthday parties, you're going to gigs and, yeah. and stuff like that. So... Yeah, it's, it's something over time that I've sort of become conscious of and, and trying to put that effort back into those friendships as well as the ones within the industry that yeah. I've made, you know. So. Yeah, because a lot of the times when maybe they're doing something, they're having a gathering or a party. Yeah. Like you said, you might be DJing because exactly. always – the yeah. time when
0: people are partying is when you're working. Exactly, you know right right so, yeah. exactly.
1: So it might even just be a call-in like – I'll go to a start, and I sort of became a bit more aware of it when my friends were like, oh, are you DJing tonight? Like, not expecting me to hang around yeah, at yeah. the parties and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's sort of, you know, you internalize a little bit, and you go, man, am I being a shit friend because I can't yeah, hang right. around at these things, yeah. but at the same time, you're like, it's something I love doing, yeah. like, I should keep chasing that. And, you got to find that balance. Yeah, though. it's it's something I talk about, like, in the Your Shot classes, Yeah, you what know? yeah. I'm like, you need to... Like, think about your mental state as much as everything else because people can end up very lonely in in the. Like, and I mean, I'm on a very small scale in terms of of DJing and stuff like that. But, like, a Vici, for example, perfect example, man, was was like a, a, a. Nerdy bedroom producer and then just springboard, like, to the number one producer, DJ in the world. Exactly. And... Touring
0: all the time. I can
1: only imagine how lonely... That would be so lonely, ...he became, man. Like, you're living out of a suitcase, just show to show to show. You know, like, man... Mum's home-cooked meals would be yeah. my biggest thing. Like, yeah. And I mean, Mum lives in New Zealand now, so I yeah. feel it sort of as it is. Yeah, but yeah. But just wanting to sit down and have a dinner at home yeah. would be so valuable. Not in a hotel room exactly. or, or in, at a restaurant or something. There's it's shit too. Like, you yeah. might get a burger and chips or, you know, I just want, like, meat, potato and three veg. Yeah, like, yeah, but I want to basic. cook the way Mum cooks it. Yeah, you know? yeah that's So, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, that sort of worries me about, like the superstardom or whatever. Like, obviously I'm not chasing that sort of level of of fame, but I see people sort of striving for that. I'm like, man, like there's, there's demons. Yeah. hidden within that as well yeah, and, yeah. and the ones and the party like, life and man traveling 24 in airports yeah. you don't
0: see any of that you exactly know? you don't see the exactly. eight hour plane flight over and then the two hours in the back of a car yeah and the, you know like so and then just it. to play music for an hour hour and a half
1: i was going down to a festival down the coast um with one of the boys and they had gaz from geordie shore yeah. Um, down as like a, you know, a special guest yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he'd been at the EH the night before. Yeah. Done a rager there. Like, it's hard not to get sucked into the EH. Like, it's such a good yeah. vibe out there. So he's gone out raged all night, probably took 18 Sheilas back to his hotel. Yeah. And then we've picked him up from there and jumped in the car, driving down the coast. And I had because I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to have a couple of beers yeah, rolling yeah. down the coast. Um and I was like, oh, man, do you want a beer? And he's like, man, it's like I couldn't think of anything worse right yeah, now just, than having a beer. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough, whatever. And we sort of got to chatting and all that. And he goes, man, like people don't really get just how hard it is. I'm expected to roll up to these clubs and be balls to the wall, party, gas yeah, yeah. all the time. But he yeah. you can't do that yeah, every single day of the week because – they don't know what I've done for the week before that, where yeah. I've already done that. So sometimes I just want to get there and like chill, but yeah, chill and just have a just sit yeah. in the corner, have that's a his, quiet drink. And, that's his persona. Yeah. That's what everyone wants. So he's yeah. going to go in, and people are paying him good money to do yeah. it. But you sort of see with him, he's just floated away into mm. sort of the abyss now. Yeah, and I bet he's probably happier now than he ever was. Yeah, during exactly. that whole yeah. Like, I mean, he's driving around in a Ferrari now, so it'd be yeah. hard to be upset. Like yeah. <laughs> that grind has has made him the cash that he's sitting on top of now. But I bet he's a ton times happier, yeah. sitting in his house, just yeah. chilling with his wife and kids, yeah, and, rather yeah. than showing up to festivals, getting blind every day. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's good, but you know, it's again,
0: it's that balance. You know, you gotta
1: you gotta exactly find right. it, you gotta figure it out, and don't get me wrong. Um, I'm right up there with getting blown at festivals too. (laughs) I'm wearing my Agua hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I I like that hoodie actually. That's a nice one. Um,
0: So the Your Shot thing um, that you, you know, you obviously, you're a teacher or train. What do you call you guys? Trainers? Trainers, Teachers? Yeah. Teachers, trainers,
1: mentors. (laughs) Man, like I I tell everyone in the class, I'm like, I'm your friend. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I I was you guys at one point. Yeah. I'm no expert, I couldn't tell you, you know, the ins and outs of, you know, the the, the fucking, I don't even know what they're called, like all the electronics or whatever, yeah, processes yeah. that make a CDJ work, yeah, but yeah. I've done it for a while now, and I, I, like, I like to think I have a pretty good attitude about the game, yeah. so... Man, it's just imparting wisdom and, and experience on, on the kids and teaching them the basics of and DJing. So and
0: what, what do they learn on? Because I see them in those little booths that you have set up somewhere. Yeah. Um, what so we've what got, are they learning on? We've that?
1: got XDJRX2s in there. Yeah. Um, How are they? I've never used one. Awesome, man. Really good. Awesome. I love them. So I've got one. I own one personally. Yeah. Um, I had 2000s and a 900 mixer, um, but carrying that sucker around to gigs, they're yeah. huge They're clunky, yeah. like – um whereas the rx2 i've just got that in a road case weighs probably 20 kilos is that the one
0: that uh, you actually use usbs on too yep yep. yeah it's got
1: usbs um usb connections so you can run laptops off it as well um playing through record box and everything like that um and to me it's the closest thing to a full club setup you'll get before actually buying a full club setup um layout's the same buttons are all the same color effects beat effects Excuse me, it's got the um, the screen like your CDJs, um, their touchscreen as well, the RX2 is a touchscreen, yeah. um, and just the layout and, and usability is so similar yeah. that the transition for the guys that we take out of the competition into clubs is so seamless now yeah. for them. So, yeah, without having to spend... You know, five six grand on, yeah. on eight different setups. Yeah, um, it can add up pretty quickly. And I mean, yeah. they they still retail for about two two and a half. But obviously, eight lots of two and a half mm. is a lot better than eight lots of eight. So yeah, um, yeah. And we take them, man, from what play pause and cue do right through to effects looping. Um, yeah. I try and teach them about just ways to conduct yourself within the industry as well because. Yeah. We, we might take in a hundred DJs every year we're then gonna inflict them on the industry that we're all a part of and we love yeah we don't wanna inject a hundred dickheads into the scene you yeah, know because yeah. it'll very that's quickly true. the industry will turn on your shot and, and that's the last thing we want we want yeah, yeah. to provide you know a, one a stepping stone for people that mightn't have the opportunity to get into clubs or people that just wanna learn how to DJ yeah Man, we get guys that are keen on the tech side of it, whether it's lighting or, or video. Yeah. They, they might be like, I've got an animator in one of my classes this year, and he's yeah. really keen on that side of it. Um, cool. Promoters, everything, man. You yeah. get so many different people. I've got a lawyer. In one of my yes, classes, it. he just oh, loves well, that's music. Always, it's always
0: good. I always say it's always good to have a lawyer friend. Yeah. You know, you need to, you need to have a lawyer friend. Yeah. You probably need like a doctor or a pharmacist. Yeah. Like, you know, you need always these good. few friends. Yeah. <laughs> trades that's, that's, too,
1: man. Trades are big, yeah. You never know when something's going to get blocked or like a fuse yeah. Blows, yeah. blows at your house. Yeah. It's always handy to yeah. know tradesmen.
0: And um, so what um like what are some of the like challenges for people starting out? Like is there anything you find that's hard? For beginners um, in particular? like
1: Confidence is the biggest thing, man. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no one that I've taught that hasn't been able to DJ by the end of the course. Um, but self-doubt is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. like, And just over-complicating stuff in their head. Like, we boil it right down yeah. to, like, week one is beat matching and we just have fixed BPM loops, different genres, bang, way they go. And they're like, I can't quite work out. Like, why this isn't lining up. I was like, yeah. if you can count to four, I can teach you how to DJ. Yeah, so yeah. we'll just count out the beats of a bar, work that out. Okay, so at the beginning of every bar, that's where you're going to want to push play. Yeah. And and we boil it literally down to one bar at a time. Yeah. And then once we get the hang of that, like the timing of when to push play, mm. how to sort of jog your, your CDJ on to get everything in time, yeah. boom, we'll step out then and we get up to, to full-blown songs. So then I'll go, it's exactly the same we're just gonna work out the phrasing of the songs. Phrasing, yeah. Once you got you whether it's, you know, sort of eight bars, sixteen bars, thirty-two, whatever, I go, we just identify where the beginning and ends are and yeah. you're pushing play there. Jog yeah. it on like you were with your little one bar. Yeah. All of a sudden vocals from the next song are coming in at a breakdown. Yeah. They're like, Oh my god, like I, can't believe I, can't believe I just it. did that, yeah. Congratulations, you're a <laughs> DJ. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, that's it. So, yeah, man, confidence and self doubt is the biggest one. Um, and they, you know, they obviously have their favorite DJ. They see what they do, and they think they should be there straight away. Yeah. Like, it's baby steps. Like, let's just break yeah. it down, come right back. And you got guys that are in there on week one, like, slamming the filter across, get their yeah. bed, yeah. all of that happening. I'm like, slow down. Yeah, chill it down a bit. Let's nail this shit. Yeah, and then yeah. in a couple of weeks' time, I'll show you what to do with that. yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that's probably the the biggest one, man. And and I guess like um, probably with the experience I've had in teaching, people build up things in their own mind that, that block them. But yeah, yeah, I I don't think there's anyone I couldn't teach how to DJ. No. If, I always say
0: DJing's just... fun, but like production's like work. Like, oh yeah, it's like yeah, you sit here all... by yourself, and yeah. it's like you're just listening to the same thing over and over. Yeah. and it's like. But then when when you DJ in a club, uh-huh. it's like. Instant! As soon as you do something cool, yeah. the crowd goes off. Exactly you know, right. it's like that instant gratification. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's so fun. Like,
1: and that's it. I've been DJing for like eight eight years now. Yeah, and production still scares the shit out of me. Like, yeah. it's just yeah, that's a whole another rabbit hole to, to jump down. It's a can of
0: worms. That's what me and yeah. brothers always yeah. say. It's, exactly, it's a can of worms. Man. As soon as you exactly. open, it's like. Well everything yeah. keeps coming out, there's so uh-huh. much more to learn and And
1: and you you'll make like a a, a leap forward and you're like, Oh, I've known nothing yeah. and you've still got so many yeah, more yeah, leaps yeah. forward to go. Yeah. So yeah, but, but like you said, it's it's just open that can and, and get into it. Yeah. Keep finding I tell everyone gems. to start
0: now, people who are like, Oh yeah, DJ, but I I, I do want to produce
1: eventually and I'm always just like no eventually, start yeah. now. Like yeah. just play around, make edits. It's the same in your misses, shop, man. You know? Like they ask, you know, how do you how do you get up to that level? And I'm yeah. like, well, look at every sort of DJ in the game. The ones that are at the top on the yeah. you know, biggest festival stages, all of that. They've all got their own music as yeah. well. Like gone of the day of, of sort of the DJ Mm. being who's a who's a massive just yeah, a DJ that, exactly. that, that you know that doesn't put music out exactly I man. mean I couldn't really like even one. like like A-Track was probably one of the yeah. the last ones sort of touring just <laughs> off yeah. but He's part. his had own produced, tunes now he's too. Had like, tunes for yeah, he yeah. just. I, I
0: remember all these like remixes back in like two thousand and eight, exactly you know, on Ministry yeah. of Sound and uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah, man. There's um, not
1: many that are just for, like, I and mean, other than like DMC comps and stuff like that. Yeah, but scratch and turntables. That's another sort of branch of of the game as yeah, well. Yeah, it's know? like another so, category. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, it's a, it's a super important part of it. Like, like the production side of it, and I've only sort of just dabbled in recently with Billy. Um, yeah, what
0: was, um? because what's your sort of collab with you? 10-2, 10-2, 10-2. Because yeah, so, I remember seeing that was on High Tech, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: we had that release on there and we, we did the remix for Hartley as well. So, um, so There's Billy, who who is Billy? Billy, Billy McPherson. McPherson, yeah. I don't think I've met Billy before. Will, William McPherson, yep. but just gets around as Billy McPherson. So we first yep. met at the Met. met. Yeah. Um, he was playing there and... Like every good relationship, through through appreciation of beer, we became very good friends. <laughs> yep. um, and Billy's a whiz yep. in the production side production, of things, yeah. man. Um, and that's sort of how he he came came into it. Um, yep. And obviously, I'm shit out on the production side of things, <laughs> but um, through my relationships and 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 links like that, we just sort of naturally came together and, and he makes it work on the computer and I say, that sounds good or that doesn't sound good. Yeah. Can you make it do this? And and sort of bounce off each other like that. Yeah. And, yeah, then like gigs and stuff sort of are my kind of part of that yeah, relationship. Tearing yeah. um, stuff like that up. Um, <clears throat> but I love it. Like it's, it's music. It's the universal language as people That's say. It, yeah. Getting to do that sort of stuff with yeah. one of your best mates, yeah, is, exactly, It's bloody magic. So, like the the new wave party we played yesterday, yeah, yeah, I missed the set. I was yeah, I, I, rocked up <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Sure. Nah. I was like,
0: I was like to John, I'm like, we got to go, man. He's like, oh, I'm just cooking some food. I'm yeah. like, I want to get there before five. Like, well, it was
1: cool, man. Like literally, we, Billy and I haven't played together in a while. Just yeah. I've been away, or he's been away working, or or whatever. Um, both got girlfriends now, so that, yeah, you know, makes it hard at times too, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just being able to play together again, man, like, yeah. he was having a couple of beers and that, it's just, it's the best time, man, mm. like, I love it, whether I'm playing by myself to no one or if I'm yeah. playing main stage to a packed fucking audience, yeah. like, nothing beats the feeling of DJing, I'd yeah, recommend, yeah. like, and, I mean, your shot was, like, probably my first big I played a set before that with my mate Rubes. That was like a a hip-hop thing. So I was backing him. um, And then after that, it was your shot. And I've been chasing that feeling ever since. Is that how
0: you started? You started in your – that was your first –
1: That was my first – I wouldn't even say it was my first proper set. The G Money gig was was my first set. Mm -hmm. Like, that was X and Y, just backing him. But before that, like, how most people – downloaded a, a crack version of Virtual DJ. Yeah. Um, it was on a desktop at that point. It wasn't yeah. even on a laptop. Yeah, When I was yeah. at uni in New Zealand with with my mate Ray, Ray Ray, um, he downloaded it and I was like, wait, what's that? Sort of started playing around with yeah. that and I took like keyboard, like clicking to mix songs and it's stuff like, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the little Logitech speakers, like yeah, yeah. So house parties and stuff like that, we were just banging that, thinking yeah. we're, we're the Bring man. Bring a desktop and yeah. set it up. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So <laughs> then moved back to Aussie, and I had another mate Tucky who was sort of keen on that. So he bought a little Bayringer, Berenger, however you want to pronounce it, controller.
0: Kind of like the one- Similar it, format. Exact same console, man. I got the
1: exact yep. same one. The yep. B C D
0: two thousand. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. That's it, man. <laughs> <I> had downloaded <that laughs> one exact of those. Same, yeah. Um so got one of those and then same thing, just house parties. We're yeah. annoying everyone with what we're doing. Yeah. And then another one of the boys, Walko, bought the same thing. Um, didn't really employ himself and sort of just got sick of it. I went, I'll give you fifty bucks for it, man. The yeah. retail of like three hundred or yeah. whatever is like fucking perfect, man. So, so the same
0: so, my mate gave me yep. um same sort of situation. He yeah. bought it. wasn't really. And on my 21st, he he just yeah. said, oh, have it, man. Have it, man. Yeah. Like, you, he's like, you're loving it and doing way better on it than yeah, I am. Yeah, so exactly. just, just take it. And I was like, "Yes." Yeah, so I then it.
1: I was doing a, um, a house part. It was a housewarming for one of the boys yeah. and was just sort of fucking around in the lounge room. Like, I think it was literally just me in the yeah. lounge room banging out tunes. Yeah. They were all out the back having a good time. And Matt Lee um, was at the party yeah. and sort of came in and he goes, oh, man, you're a DJ. I was like, I am so far from what I would classify as DJ, <laughs> but if you think so, thanks, heaps, man. And he goes, oh, well, you know, like i do a bit of this. night. if you'd like to come and DJ for me, let me know. And just flat out of me, I was like, man, I couldn't DJ on Turntables to save my life. Like, unless I can bring... My shitty little plastic controller and my laptop. Yeah. I'd be no good to you And he actually suggested your shot. He goes, Oh, I know of this DJ comp. You should enter it. And as they say, man, the rest is history. Yeah. So what year was this that you entered? You, 2012, your 2012. 2012. Yeah. 2012. So that's the year Mickey Blue took it out as Boats and Hose. Yeah, um, the old boats and holes. Boats and hose. Oh man, I remember yeah. meeting
0: Mickey at uh, it was a Red Bull industry party. Yeah. It might have been twenty twelve. Yeah yeah, be yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, Yeah. So that was the start for me, man. Um, other than the bedroom stuff and sort of back in G money, um, ended up going through your shop. Didn't win anything. Like, yeah, sort of just had the best time. Obviously, you got to learn. Um, like, Wal Habibi. Silver Sneakers was my teacher yeah. um, and uh, Mitch Spurrier came in for a, a week as well to teach. Yeah, so I sort cool. of met them and I've, I've hit WALBAC numerous times since the competition just yeah. for advice and wisdom. Yeah, was, yeah. You, you don't know about a lot of this. I didn't know how to fucking send an invoice. Like yeah, what's an ABN, yeah. you know? Yeah, like yeah. at the time I had no clue. So yeah. yeah. And then I ranked Matt Lee straight after. I was like, Oi, I've been in your shot. Like I'm. Pretty much God's gift to DJs now. Throw me on. <laughs> yeah. um, so I started playing at Sundays at the boundary. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Through uh, like a footy mate, like boys that I knew from footy that knew this guy Webby. Um, so he put me on, and yeah, I was playing like two to three in the arbour in the beer yeah. garden, and people didn't show up till four. So it was like the cleaners, me Just and banging out some tunes. Crazy though, like. Um, Jordan Rakai, um, who's like an independent music producer, singer, songwriter, he's just a freak, man. He was playing the beer garden there, like, before the DJs would start. Yeah, yeah. And just ad-libbing, like, him and his guitar, little speaker, and just shredding. And I was like, who's that dude, man? Like, he's a freak. And then, you know, cut forward 10 years, he's now, like, touring the world, lives over in London now, like, yeah. EP after EP, he's a freak, man, and I was like, it's crazy, you know, like, he was just playing to no one, I was playing at the cleaners, fast forward 10 years, those are the people that are now touring the world, and yeah. everyone sort of starts you somewhere, start which, yeah, yeah, You're not going to be on the
0: main stage, exactly, <laughs> exactly, so,
1: it's the funniest thing, like, at the Met, like, people will play, you know, like, two or three sets, or whatever, and they just flick a message through to Hugh, like, hey, man, like, Whack it's not main stage. I'm like, I think you get how this game works, man. Yeah, like, yeah. everybody playing there has been at this for years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Top fifty Aria songs, top ten Aria songs. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, just roll in to a like, What have like you that. got? What have you what have you got? Yeah. Have you got have you got some trap? You know? Yeah. I've got two got- hundred likes on my Instagram. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, that's so much more than that. Mm.
0: It's so complex it's complex the game these days, you know. Exactly, there's so many man. different things that you know, there is the marketing, social media yeah. side, and then there's, you know, you have to be able to actually yeah. do a good part. you know, put on a good party and you know, Yeah, and that well that's kind of it. Well, like well. to a
1: certain extent, obviously talent's gonna outshine everything mm. but like attitude, man, is, is so big for me. Yeah. Um the way you conduct yourself with the public with other resident DJs with the yeah. bookers or what, like if a set gets cancelled or, or whatever, yeah. Um, like I had a headline lined up for Coco, and just so happened an interstate DJ was in town for a wedding, could pick him up cheap. Sorry, Kano, yeah, we're gonna have to push back your headline. Some DJs would arc the fuck up yeah, over yeah, that, yeah. like, what do you mean, like, you know, rah, yeah, rah. I'm yeah. like. Cool as, man. Like, no sweat. We'll do it next month. And it worked out for the better. Yeah. Lined up with Magic Round. My brother was in town from New Zealand. like Had mates over. So, yeah, it turned out to be an awesome. And I was just like, cool as, man. No stress. Like, I'm not fast at all. And I didn't know at that stage it was going to work out better. Yeah. But blessing in the sky. Like, I'm sort of a big believer in that the world tends to just work itself out anyway. So, I was like, cool. But I think that's probably a reason for my longevity and, and sort of how I've climbed. Yeah. Just by having the right attitude, man. Yeah, like, that's it. Never too fast about really anything. Man. Yeah like yeah. DJ life, normal life, you yeah. know? Like
0: And that's cool that you're passing that wisdom on then to your new student. You know, 100%, your students and 100%, stuff to 100%, help man. Them out.
1: I just don't wanna like I said, feel the game with dickheads because I don't want to work with them. Like, no one else is going to want to, and then no one will want to work with your shot either. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Is it a little bit – I know it's not, like, technically, um, like – you guys, you know, do you do you want obviously your students to to do better than the other percent. Oh, These guys give a bit of stab to each other, it's like, oh, kind I'm, of like the voice, you know. Yeah. Like so I
1: probably got too big for my boots because <laughs> yeah. the first year I trained, I trained the winner of the competition. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go! I've not go. had the same success since. <laughs> so, like, what I worked out pretty quickly is that the best judgment you can give yourself as a trainer is who's still going. Years yeah, later, like, yeah. who's still in the game? Because, like you said, it's not
0: always the person who wins who does the best. 100%, man, year.
1: 100%. So, yeah, if I I get a big kick, and not just, like, for personal fucking inflation or whatever. Yeah. Someone that I've, I've toured, if they're still going five years later, yeah. well, boom. But that's not to say that I'm responsible for yeah, all of yeah, that. Like, yeah. But it's just good to see. Yeah, big yeah. time, big time. And I'd much rather see that than someone win a big prize. Well, I'd love them to win that prize. Yeah. The, the the longevity, I think, is the best compliment mm. you could give anybody in this game because yeah. it can be so fickle at times. Mm. Um, man, it's, it's very easy to have a crash. From yeah. being the best bloody DJ yeah. in the to world them, to, to man, no one, yeah, man. Yeah. Especially with social media and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. you're gonna say the change. wrong thing once, and the world at you. Yeah. Like, not on not on my sort of level, but yeah. see some of the guys get attacked on Twitter and everything like yeah. that. Like, don't read the comments. Oh man, <laughs> <You> I, I <laughs> couldn't deal with it. Like, it. I like to think I'm pretty bulletproof in terms of coping criticism or whatever. But some of the stuff you see and like that's. In the public forum, I hate to think what their private yeah. messages and stuff are like. Yeah, just, you don't see, yeah. Oh no, thank you, no thank you.
0: <laughs> so you're um, you're running a marathon, or, or it's a half marathon, half marathon. Half marathon. So how did this come up? Because only, I saw it just,
1: I saw you post about it yeah. just randomly oh, on man. like a
0: Saturday, Sunday morning yeah. or something. I'm only half agree stupid.
1: To I wouldn't commit to a full marathon. Yeah? So how long's the half? 21 kilometres. Yeah. That's long enough. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Big time. The boys I'm running with want to do it sub three hours. So, it's about five-minute kilometres. Yeah. And, I mean, at, like, footy fitness, I could run sort of five-minute Ks for 10K, no sweat. Yeah. Easy as. um, But... That's 10K, and that's when I was fit. Yeah. So I weigh about 20 kilos more than I did yeah. at
0: that time. That's a lot more weight to carry, right? Exactly right.
1: <laughs> and my legs don't move like they used to move. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, two of my really good mates, uh, Nathan Adams and, and Ruben Attruth, who I was talking about with the first DJ gig before, um, hit me up at a 30th birthday I was at. And to their credit, they picked me up early, like – Kano's half cut. Let's see if he wants to do the yeah, marathon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did they? How many beers? I'd did I'd had you? six scooters already. Yeah, so yeah. they knew. They I was, timed it right. <laughs> yeah, I was fluffy. I was pretty happy. Everything's going to be cool. So, I mean, I'd I'd sort of already been doing the gym stuff for a little bit, and and saw that that was going well. But then I went. This this will be really good. It was a couple of months away. I needed to start my cardio again yeah. because I've been doing a lot of weights, but. And like I say, a lot of weights. Like I'm not out there bulking or like shredding yeah, or anything yeah. like that. I've seen your videos. You're out there working. <laughs> You're out there working, mate. So yeah, they said, "Oh, we're going to do this. Would you like to join us?" And I said, "Yeah, I bloody well would." So committed, and I also committed at the same time. I said, well, "I'm going to get off the beers for a little bit because yeah. I'd sort of got back into that prose or routine, I should say, beers every weekend, and yeah. even if it's just socially." Social beers for DJs equals 10 beers because yeah. we drink so much, yeah. our tolerance is so much higher, yeah. you put 10 beers away without even sort of blinking, yeah. and no one else has been back to the bar for their second yet, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I and it, I don't know whether it was meant to happen or, or whatever, you know, all of that sort of stuff, but... I haven't really struggled with the no beer since, and I mean, there's been a lot of things where I would have happily had a beer. State of Origin is a massive one for me. I love having a tin with the game, but you know, those small sacrifices, I I feel as good as I have in a long time. That's awesome, man. That's really good to hear. And I'm loving loving the training still. So I'm actually. Taken off for a run after this, yeah. which just isn't. So, what have you
0: been doing for training? Like, what
1: have you just so been trying, trying to get K's? Yeah, for, just, K's, just K's, man. So, for anyone you're not worried not, about
0: times, you just want to
1: get not the, not at this just, stage. Just no. get the K's on yep, your belt, get yeah. that up, and then once I sort of get a bit of stamina and fitness back in, then I'll start to wind that time right in. So, yeah. Rubes that I'm training with, he is on time. So, yeah. while he might not be running where he wants to be, he knows the pace that we need to be at. So he'll pick me up if we're going too slow. Yeah. Um, But he's also a fucking good motivator, man. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I know it's hurting, but run for this next hundred, talk to me, and you'll forget how much you're hurting. Yeah. And you do. You push through that little pain barrier. Yeah. And away you go. So for anyone thinking about running, there's a bit of advice for you. But my second bit of advice is run around the city. So... We go from Kangaroo Point, run round to like South Bank, cross to the uni, come around Botanical Gardens, uh, like Fallon's and that, back over Story Bridge. The eye candy in that area of the city is outstanding. (laughs) You will happily run through there yeah, because you forget what you're doing when there is – and I'm like for the Sheilas too, the men over that area, I'm just – it's so, like, I'm feeling pretty healthy and fit and all of that. I'm getting back there. But then you see some of the Adonises over there. Yeah, yeah. I am nowhere near where I need yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. That's like a bit of extra motivation <laughs> exactly. to man. So, great place to train, good people to train with. And it's making this so much easier. Yeah. So, I think we're about, what's the date today? Early June? About it's a month. Nice, yeah. About a month out. The run's on July 7th. So, yeah. What is the um,
0: what the mar- what's the main is the Brisbane Gold Coast Goal Gold Coast, Coast Marathon. Um, Coast Marathon yeah.
1: So you can do the fully, you can do shorter ones and everything like that. Yeah, but we've committed to the half. So yeah. yeah, when I was joining, you know, registering for the race, they had like the Everyday Hero page. You could do fundraising and yeah, mental depression and anxiety and everything like that's a, a pretty big deal to me. Just through the experiences in life that I've had, I've never. I don't think I've suffered to any sort of serious extent. Yeah, um, yeah, we all get sad sometimes, and and that's the way it goes. But I've had family and friends that have been pretty pretty hardcore, um, like heavily affected by it, yeah. um, suicide and stuff like that. So yeah, I saw the the fundraise page sort of pop up, and I went, "Oh, easy, this yeah. will make the pain all worth it." So. Yeah. Registered for Beyond Blue to be our beneficiary. Um, and I set a target, I think of a thousand bucks. Yeah. Mean, that'll be amazing. How's it going so far? Smashed, smashed it. it. Absolutely We're, smashed what you, it.
0: What's it up to about?
1: We're at 3.8 three, eight. now, 3,800. So, so a
0: month left. So how long have you been raising money for it? Like, man, about four weeks. About four so about weeks a month. Like, so you could. So I reckon if you push hard, you could probably get ten grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> that's, that's like, ambitious. Yeah, but like, I've, three, eight, yeah. I've had to create. Yeah, I've had to keep bumping, momentum.
1: keep bumping the like target out. Yeah, um, which I, I didn't know whether I just leave it at our original target and see how hardcore we smashed it or set a wider go target. Big, yeah, yeah, go big, man, and just keep pushing. So I mean, we've had people say like it's been awesome to see you guys training. I've started running again. People have joined our team yeah. now, so. Yeah, I I think I said I wanted a thousand. Rubes is going to get a thousand. Um, and then Nathan, the other guy we're running, was set the same. So we're at about three grand for all three of us. Um, I smashed a thousand. Rubes smashed a thousand. Rubes got a a, don't, an anonymous donation for 1200 alone. Beautiful. So how awesome is like for that to happen? And anonymous too. Oh man, he ran and told me, and like I was nearly in tears. Like that's just, it's phenomenal that like not just for, for what our cause is, but that people are that generous in the world. Yeah, like yeah. $1,200 is a lot, a a lot of money. money. You can do
0: a lot with $1,200. Yeah, exactly. you, know, you can have a good time with $1,200. Like
1: we know we know who the guy is. Well, Rubes, yeah. Rubes knows who it is. Yeah. And he just didn't want the, the fanfare because I go to the, yeah, like yeah, I make exactly. a point of thanking everybody online yeah. and it helps update everyone else on what's going on. But yeah. also, you know, I can't, Give enough appreciation to those yeah, people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he knows. And and quick shout out to him if he's listening. Um, we can't thank you enough for, for your generosity and every single other person that's donated. But like we we sort of started out it was just to get healthy and fit, and yeah. then every sort of milestone we've set has just been blown out of the water. So that's awesome, man! That's I love awesome. it, man. That's so good. That's another reason the training so easy. Like yeah. it's not easy quite any extent, I hate running, but it's it's for such a good cause and you see the, the good that comes out of it. Yeah. Well, you know, what's 21Ks at the end of the day yeah. compared to some of the stuff people are going through? So so Gold
0: Coast 2020, you're going to be doing the full marathon oh, and you're going to be sending 50 a 50 half- grand target. <laughs> Let's not <look laughs> be carried away. Let's not <laughs> be carried away. Yeah.
1: But have committed to the Bridge to Brisbane off yep. the back of the, the Gold yep. Coast Harvey. So... Beyond Blue actually got in touch. And oh, were like, really? Yeah, you guys have done such a good job. Um, we'd like to make you guys like gold ambassadors or something like that. I can't remember what the yeah. exact title was. Yeah, but be um, affiliated
0: in some way a little yeah, bit more. Essentially,
1: Yeah, essentially. So they said, here's a free ticket into the Bridge to Brisbane. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we'll just continue to yeah, fundraise so funny, for right? Beyond
0: Blue. So And it's so important these days, like you said, with the DJ stuff. Oh, even like, And that, yeah. that's a total different industry, yeah. you know. not yeah. That's not the general public, which Beacon. is, you know. It's, it's so big these days with anxiety yep. and, and, you know, and all so that my, kind of stuff.
1: So my, like, to sort of bring it back to home a little bit, my younger brother, um, and he's spoken about this publicly before I go and just throw him out there if he doesn't want to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, super talented musician, super talented singer, did his law degree, was working as a lawyer. Yeah. And, like, he had, like, the dog sort of got him early while he was studying and he was locked away in windy Wellington, freezing cold, just hammering the books. Like yeah. sort of different term of loneliness. And his anxiety came from just putting so much pressure on himself. Yeah. Um, from the outside looking in, you see how charismatic and charming and talented he is. Mm. You don't realise it's sort of eating him up at the same time. Yeah. So I had no clue until one of my friends took his own life in Central America. Yeah. And my brother actually. Messaged me and said, "If you could have said anything to Chloe before he passed, what would you have said?" Yeah, and I sort of told him, and I tried to ring him. Cause straight away, I just went into panic mode. That's all. Yeah, and he's like, "I can't talk, but I'm happy to text you." And he was at that stage as well. And I said, "Man, I'll just tell you." that you don't realise how many people love you. Yeah, that's it. That are here. You don't realise what you're going to leave behind. And that's not what it's about. No. But there are so many more people that care about you than you actually know. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, sort of talked him off the ledge for, you know, use of better words. And since then he's, he's come on. And, I mean, we're going back five, six years now. Yeah. so. It's been an uphill battle, and I don't think it's anything you ever get over. Yeah. But managing techniques and things like that to help him sort of yeah. deal with it. Um, he's come on in leaps and bounds. And, and the beauty of of going through it, not that it, there's there's really any beauty in going through that sort yeah. of stuff. The hindsight and lessons you learn. Yeah. Ruben, the guy I'm running with, we have been best mates since, since grade eight. and. Yeah. It got really testy for us at a point in our relationship when I had no idea what he was going through. He was just at me, sort of. I was over from New Zealand for a holiday and what should have been the best time for us,
0: Yeah,
1: he was just attacking me, like, not physically because he's a lot smaller and that would have ended badly, but, (laughs) um, you know, just jibes, personal attacks. Yeah, yeah. And what we worked out in hindsight, which he admitted the other day, was that, it was a cry for help, ultimately, yeah. like, and he didn't know. No one was really talking about mental health back then. No. Um, so I completely brushed him. I just went, mate, get away from me because I'm about the donkey on the nose. Yeah. And this isn't how I want my trip to end. So yeah. we sort of got split up and then he was driving me to the airport the next day. Thank God, because I don't know how I would have talked to him again after sort of leaving like that. Yeah. So to his credit, he pulled around and picked me up and we were driving to the airport and he said, I think there's something wrong with me. Like I shouldn't be acting the way I am. Yeah. And dropped me at the airport and I said, mate, look, you're my best mate. I've got nothing but time for you. If there's something I can do, tell me. Like if it's me, I'll do whatever I can. If it's you, I'll help you however I can. So he rang Lifeline straight after that, after he dropped me at the airport, started talking to them and, and saying that we're going back 10 years now. So, he's been through that whole thing and and I won't say he's out the other side because you can't I don't think you ever get out the other side but he's he's not drinking he's he's you know, substance use or anything like that that he was using a cope medication I think he's weaned off completely now yeah cool. He's doing meditation and he runs Beautiful. like yeah, bloody yeah. well, speedy Gonzales, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can barely keep up with him. And, yeah, and awesome, I just man. see him in such a good state now. Yeah. I'm stoked. And and he's been the one that's probably helped my brother more than anything mm. because he's been through it. I can't say to my brother, well, this is what I did yeah, because you, I don't you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my brother's been here for about five days on holiday, and Ruth's took him in because. Like Rubes loves him just as much as I do. Yeah. Rubes has got a radio show on Four Triple Z on yeah, Thursday yeah. mornings. He took Jacko in to like co-anchor with him, and yeah, yeah, they just bounce off each other. So Jacko actually told me today they flew. Back, he flew back today with mum and dad. Rubes and him had a big heart-to-heart. Um, yeah. The other night, and they got real deep. He said, few, "Yeah, yeah." But I'll, look, I've never had a four-hour chat with my brother to that extent, yeah. and I, I don't want it if I don't need to have it. Yeah. But the fact that Rubes is there for him now post his experience to help Jacko through his, well, that's just a circle of life coming back to look after itself, you know. So hopefully Jacko can pull a bit of solace out of that and help maybe someone along the way and, I think that's that's probably the best way for the whole world to work. Yeah, I think that's
0: and that's something that um, you know, for blokes in particular, yeah, yeah. something that hasn't happened a lot never, in the past. Man, never. It's pretty new. Yeah. Um but you know, that's it's so good that it is happening. Like because no, you know like guys don't talk about exactly. their feelings, you know.
1: And I think the initial thoughts were it was a bit soft to, yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah. Whereas none of the chats I have with, with any of my friends suffering are soft at all we're yeah. not like like yeah there might be tears or whatever it's natural to cry sometimes yeah, like it. um I just think guys in years gone by very stoic very proud men yeah you couldn't cry like it it was yeah, seen yeah. as a sign of, and like there's no man I think in this world I put on a high pedestal than my old man yeah and the whole reason the family was here except like, when
0: State of Origin's on
1: except when State of Origin's on exactly right um, happy tears, sad tears, it happens. Um, yeah. His best mate just passed away, so buried him this week. Sounds a bit morbid. But Sorry to him, Yeah, thanks, mate. Right? Um, so, Dad probably lost his two best mates and his old man in the last 12 months. That's rough. Um, and it's one of the first times I've seen my old boy cry. Yeah. And... I get sad just seeing dad sad because I'm not used to it. Yeah. But that's a guy I thought was bulletproof. Yeah, And yeah. It's kind of lucky that people are having these conversations now yeah. because he's still bulletproof mm. to me, even more so because I know he can get sad. Yeah. Like he's not just a cold-hearted old bastard that yeah, 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 doesn't yeah. feel anything. Yeah, that's it. And it's made him more open to those conversations as well. So. Yeah. My younger brother's talking about he's at home now and, and he's he's getting his shit together and starting to really bounce back strongly. He actually is talking about moving here, so I'll put the pressure on oh, him yeah, in a podcast. Yeah. So it's yeah. online forever and he can't back yeah. out. <laughs> um but I, like the dad I know ten years ago probably would have been a lot harder on my brother. Like, pull your pants up yeah, and come on, get you'll on you'll with it, right. mate. Yeah, like, like, but he's a bit more aware now, and and has been quite accommodating to the point where he's had to tell me to pull my head in sometimes because yeah. I've got to, well, come on, man! Like you, you can sing like a goddess. You're you're a fucking lawyer. Yeah. What's going on? Like, let's yeah, get yeah. out there and make something of yourself. And it's 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 just not the motivator that gets me going. You know, yeah, like if yeah. someone says to me, "Get your ass into gear. We're going running in 20, for twenty one ks in in two months." Yeah. Beauty, I'm on board, you know. Yeah, Whereas yeah. not that he needs a, a soft feather along. Yeah. It's just you gotta motivate in other ways. Yeah. So yeah, it's bloody bloody interesting and, and something I sort of have been wrapped up in just externally through friends anyway. So yeah. something I sort of care about just yeah. through through the natural process, I guess. Yeah,
0: awesome. Um you know, Craig Howard, Craig Howard um, used to be yours truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's yeah. got a podcast too at the moment and it's yeah. all about sort of what, well, not specifically just talking about mental health and yeah. that, but like there's definitely lots of like he's speaking to, um, you know, like uh, confidence coaches Yeah, and, wicked. and, yeah. you know, and all these other and people who have had maybe really bad or not bad, but, you know, yeah. um, hard
1: Talk, upbringings whatever. and yeah, times yeah, yeah. and yeah. how
0: they've come through it at the end. Yeah, like wicked. it's... um. Awesome. So That's a really cool um, podcast. Yep. What's that so, called? It's called the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool. Um, yeah, tray, baby. It, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it's <laughs> yeah. like. Off, yeah. Yeah, that's I've the, seen
1: like all his Lakers stuff, and now how yeah, best goes yeah. he is. So that's yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Sense. So yeah,
0: he's got he's got that, and it's yeah. There's some really cool um, like stories, and you know, yeah. talking about this kind uh-huh. of stuff yeah. um, is sort of what. He's about um, with that podcast. But, with him. Yeah, really yeah. cool um, podcast. He's just started at the same sort of time as me as well. Yeah, nice, so. nice. So yeah, it's um, it's really cool. Well, that's cool, man. That it's um, you know, it's something that's sort of I suppose close to your heart. Yeah, and that has been going awesome you know yeah, you're making yeah. you know making so much money for such a good
1: cause that on. that means something to you yeah, that's um that's it that's, that's awesome it. and it's all off people's generosity like yeah i haven't just pulled 5 grand out of my ass and gone here's some money like yeah. it's literally people getting around people and i mean my own benefits from getting fitter and healthier are yeah. huge on its own yeah let alone the thousands of dollars that are now going to go to help other people going through a tough time. Like, that's yeah. just... It, it makes me stoked. Like, genuinely yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah. yeah. That's it. There are good people in the world. <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> and, and, like, I think Matty Johns did, like, a, an Australia Day little, you know, bite for, for radio or whatever, and he was talking about, you know, people draping the flag around their shoulders and people judging other cultures and religions coming to the country or yeah. whatever. And, and he just said, let's not condemn them by attacking them so let's condemn them by living our life in a better way yeah and they can either catch up or they can fall off essentially so i'm not going to go out and try to change the world by getting rid of things that i disagree with Mm. i'm just going to empower the things that i do agree with Mm. and hopefully that'll cascade or domino down and other people will maybe look at it and it might change their perspective to to sort of You know, not that I want followers or anything like that, but if it's something positive and I believe in it and I think it's helping, which I can't see any sort of negatives in what we're doing at the moment, then if one more person goes and starts running or or donates ten bucks or twelve hundred bucks anonymously, like that's massive, man. That's massive. So yeah, it's cool.
0: That's really awesome. Yeah. Um so like the no drinking thing, how has that been in clubs? Like how has oh. it been a different vibe when you're DJing or when you're going out or whatever? Like, how's that been? Because you know, someone who's maybe drunk while they've been DJing for a yeah. while, um, yeah, definitely. And then to change that's just cold turkey. How how has that been? Like, what's what's different or it's, better it's sh- or worse or you
1: know? I I pro- probably call them A and B. Honestly, yeah. Um, it's it's been different, definitely been different. And I mean, I'm not going out and drinking a bottle of bloody vodka every week. Um, maybe some weeks, but it it's just that two or three sort of to loosen up and take the edge of of worry out of your your mind because yeah. I'm very OCD with a lot of stuff. So yeah. if I'm trying to beat match a song or get it in time, I'll actually push it out of time to bring it back in. Yeah, to know you know I might have hit it perfectly and it's in time. I'll jog it out and then jog it back in just to be sure. To be sure, you know. Yeah. So. That's probably the biggest thing. It's it's taken that relaxation away from me. But the more yeah. I've done it, the more relaxed I've become with it. Yeah. So I just roll into to GPO on weekends and, and manage me go, oh, you're drinking tonight, Dippy? And I'd go, nah, nah. And they'd sort of be disappointed. And I'd go, yeah. oh, why? What's, what's the problem? And they go, you play so much better when you're, <laughs> yeah. when you're drunk. You've had a few. And I think that's just because you sort of – you forget – about any of those stresses yeah, or, or inhibitions yeah. and yeah. you resonate with the crowd yeah, so much you're, you're, on, you're on that level, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so um yeah it has been different but i think or at least at this moment in time the positives are outweighing the yeah. negatives and that's not to say post-marathon i'm not going to drink yeah. ever again yeah um i just waking up but now clip. you don't need to drink exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's much yeah. more of a social thing yeah. than it is. And I mean, I sort of broke my ban at the the wake on Thursday post funeral yeah, because yeah. there's no way I wasn't having a drink to sort of celebrate the life of Uncle Nettie. But it was a different kind of drink. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't drinking for anything yeah. other than being social with family and friends. And yeah, yeah. That's the different. old boy pulled the guitar out. At about six o'clock, because the sun was going down. And I mean, the the wedding was scattered. We had it at a footy club. So there were tables everywhere. The wedding, the wake. At the wake, sorry. Sorry. I was like, damn. I'm
0: like, are you merging two stories? Not the same sort of thing you want to have on the one one day. Sorry. At the wake. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So dad pulled the guitar out, and I was sitting with Mel, my girlfriend. I said, watch this. Like, watch what happens. She goes, what do you mean? I said, just watch the crowd start to assemble and I think he was just strumming away, playing some old school song, um, and you literally saw people, their ears perked up, their eyes started to turn, up they stood, brought their chair over, next thing there's fifty people sitting around a table. Yeah. And like it's it's probably not and not to generalize too heavily here um and risk sort of getting into a bit of trouble. But Moldies Tongans, Samoans, yeah, that's how the parties go, man. Yeah. Like it's it's singing, laughing, having yeah. a drink, and a massive feed. So, yeah, yeah. Luckily, that's what the family was, um, and that's how my old boy grew up. And yeah, like sort of. When he moved here, that was the people he got involved with, especially coming from NZ. So those were the parties I was raised on, tugging yeah. on dad's ankles while he's trying to play the guitar yeah, and yeah. all of that. So. It was I couldn't have thought of a better way to celebrate Uncle Nettie's life than to yeah. do that with all his family and friends and yeah. and all of that. So yeah, from like it was dad, myself, and Mel sitting next to each other, my mum was round on the other side of the table, yeah. cut my brothers on the other side, and just to see everyone sort of come in and yeah. I was talking about it after. Mum goes, That's all the songs we used to sing, like going back twenty years when Dad was playing footy playing yeah. with them and yeah. they all knew who was supposed to sing the right parts and, yeah, and everything yeah. like that. So yeah, just having a drink while we were singing and, and yeah, carrying on yeah. was was perfect. And that's that's my ideal drink now. Like just sitting yeah, sit yeah. and have a yarn, much like today. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. a beer and a chat and yeah. A beer and a song, or a beer and a gig. It's not like I have to get
0: like fucked up. Oh, I get lit, lit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like that. It's like
1: I just have a couple, you know, one or two. Which again. Nothing wrong with it. Like, no, no, I always guilty ev- is
0: charged. I know? always say everything in moderation, even yeah. moderation. Exactly. you've got to blow out and, like, you know, man. and just have a blinder of a night, and, but then you know you can't do that all the
1: time. Exactly. Like, My older brother's got three little boys, yeah. eight, five, and four, or eight, six, and four maybe, around yeah. them, three young boys. So his life is full on, and his wife is an absolute superwoman. Yeah. The way she can control – not control those kids, but yeah. how she parents. Like, so I just, just – I, yeah, I good, can't keep up mom. with one of them, let alone three. Yeah. And the bro was over for magic round, NRL magic round, yeah. and just blew it out. Like, just had the time of his life. And I yeah. don't mean he was blind from Thursday to Monday. No, no. But just, just made the most of it. He had a couple of his boys from back home catching up with me, so – Took him to the Met, and where they're from at NZ, the biggest club they have is a pub where they turn the lights off and the music up. Like, yeah, just nothing like what we have in Brisbane. Yeah, so yeah. took him to the Met, took him backstage, yeah. took him to VIP, and they would have been loving it. Mate, it's like just a whole nother world, completely blown away. Yeah. So, was like, I'm here every weekend. Tweet boys going to bounce, like, I had enough of this, but like, introduced the bro to Tiger Lily and, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And that was just such a buzz for him. Yeah. And to see that, I was like, "Fucking awesome, man!" Like, so stoked I got to show you this time. But he's just as happy now to go home and be a dad again. You know, yeah. like I, I, I don't think anyone at the the funeral awake. Not the wedding. Um on Thursday didn't hear about the bros kids because he's that proud of them. Yeah, yeah. Which is massive. Like that's yeah. so cool. I'm fucking proud of them. I'm proud of him for being yeah. proud of them, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a cool, cool sort of setup. So Yeah, cool. Yeah. So um
0: like if we go back to like DJing, you said you got into um you know, you did the your shot. Yep. And then, where did you go from there? Like, where were your first gigs and stuff? And because your name, what, what music were you playing? Yeah, okay. It used so, to be Dip Throat. I used right? to be Dip Throat, yeah. That, where did that name come from? So,
1: that actually came from the G Money gig. So, yeah. long story, the, the story I put out in the world was that I was a sword swallower. Um, <laughs> so, what you just used to tell people That this. was just, a, yeah. So, <laughs> let's squash all the rumors and stories right now. Um, told them I was a sword swallower and had a really bad accident. Um, like cut my throat, (laughs) bled in, like nearly died. That was and that's probably a bad joke to have for people that have got like throat troubles or whatever. So apologies from the bottom of my heart. But the real story is that I actually broke up with a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh Jesus is so it's gonna make me sound terrible, but broke up with my girlfriend and said boys. You know, I've just been girlfriend to girlfriend to girlfriend my whole life. I need to have a break. Every girl from now on, I'm going to be cutthroat ass. Like, yeah. we're just going to hook up. I'm the man. Carry on. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no worries, Kano. Like, they yeah, knew man, that wasn't yeah. going to happen. I'm just not that kind of guy. So, yeah. I. Um, Next girl I met fell in love with essentially, and they said, You're not deep throat, uh, you're not cutthroat, you're deep throat. <laughs> and I was like, Ah, oh, shame, like, fair enough, copped it. Um, so then went to play this G Money gig as, as Rubes is sort of backing DJ, and he introduced me as DJ Deep Throat because it was all just sort of topical at the time, whatever. And that was the week we had to hand our DJ name in for oh, your okay. shot. Yeah. And I didn't have one. Like I like kicking around the uni days, it was like DJ Freeman. Like yeah, <laughs> her name. And I was like, yeah. that's so lame. There's no yeah. way I'm yeah. going to use that. Um, Which probably in hindsight would have been better than Dip throat, But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rolled up to the meeting and they're like, okay, what's your DJ name? And I was like, well, it can't be Deep Throat. So I just said Dip throat. like sort of. Narrowed it down. It was a homage to the boys. Like, man, I didn't think anything was gonna come of it. No, no, That was supposed to just be, you know, your a Placeholder, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) I might just change it and then they're like, no, it's locked in. Like, we got your artwork done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm officially gonna be dip throat. So Um Yeah, then just rolled with it. And like back then I was playing like 128 bangers EDM yeah, like just EDM, what was yeah. cool at the time, um, and like no fucking disrespect to that music, like I absolutely yeah. loved it. I yeah, yeah. came from like like grew up on like prodigy and and stuff like that, like yeah. rage. Did you ever have any musical morning? background before that? Like, with, did you play any instruments growing no, up? Or no, not, I just,
0: could not just to, loved music. Yeah,
1: couldn't. Yeah. That gene skipped me straight to the younger brother. Um, Yeah, yeah. So the old boy is lead singer, guitarist back in the day. He played in bands and everything like that. Had a good time with it. Um, Mum can sing a little bit. Um, Better with six or seven beers under her belt. Yeah, yeah. Um, So music was always playing at our house. Yeah, so Um, a musical family. um, is You are around music a lot. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And like dad... Eagles, Doobie Brothers, stuff like That's that. That's all the shit. Like oh man, too. amazing. But then Mum is rocking like Michael Jackson, like on the on yeah. the pop side of things. So first concert I ever went to as a kid. Yeah. Michael Jackson history oh, tour. That been sweet. Mate. It's absolutely How life-changing. I was young, like real young. Yeah. I I was in my pajamas. Like <laughs> mum took the older bro and myself. Um and we just thought we were going for a drive for ice cream. Oh, and, really? Like, proper in our PJs. <laughs> Mum packed a bag on the sly and didn't tell us. Yeah. Um. So we've rolled up out to ANZ. Um, and, like, they had Michael Jackson on the radio. Like, every station was pumping. It was the biggest yeah. thing to hit Brizzy yeah, since oh, Expo. Like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're like, oh, mom, like Michael Jackson, yeah, having the best time in the car. And then we've got closer to the stadium. We're like, what the hell? Like, what are we doing here, mom? And then the she's put port- stores. Yeah, <laughs> we're like <laughs> half an hour from home by this stage, and we still haven't clicked. And then mom's pulled into the car park, and we're like, oh, cool, like we'll get to hang out in the car park while the concert's <laughs> on. Like, it just was not something. Yeah. Like I mean, I didn't come from a poor family, but we yeah. certainly. Weren't buying tickets to Michael Jackson concerts. So, mate, as soon as we clicked, like, oh, my God, we're going to see The King. Like, it just blew our minds. That's so awesome. And Zed's the old... I'm so jealous of you. I never got to see (laughs) Michael Jackson. To this day, I've never been to a concert as good as that. Like, production levels have lifted so much, but just his music and his performance is... There's a reason he's called the King of Pops. Oh, exactly. Just nothing know, like, close. And, and I don't think there ever will be um, nah, anything close to, nah. like... I put Justin Timberlake on the similar branch of, of pop performance. Yeah. But he's still miles back from he's Michael not, Jackson, yeah. you know? So, yeah, that was sort of my background as a kid, man. I, I danced around the lounge to, like, Achy Bracky Heart and stuff on yeah. cassette. Like, yeah. And then... <laughs> If mum was cleaning the house, you could go two blocks over and you'd hear the stereo. Mum would have it cranked. cranked yeah. Um, and that's like they were talking everything from like Shania Twain through to yeah. like Labouche and shit like that. Yeah, like yeah. proper party sort of yeah, yeah. music to, to clean the house to. So yeah, sort of got an appreciation for every kind of music, yeah, man. Yeah. There's nothing I won't give an ear to and, yeah. and I'll pretty much listen to anything. So Yeah, I was playing the bangers. Um, Probably started with hip-hop, like, as as every sort of kid through that early 2000s. Yeah,
0: I I started it. Like, hip-hop was my thing. Exactly, Until I went
1: to the family one time. Yeah, gave over. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) So, mine was was the Met. I came back to Brizzy for a holiday, and it was when Knife Party was huge. So, I'd been to, like, Mono a couple of times um, when I was back for holidays. What a place, Missed man! That place, big man. time, like, big time. So, I had my first pinger in yeah. in mono, yeah. and like just a hour, Like yeah, those yeah. were the days when you know ecstasy was fucking ecstasy. It's yeah, not yeah. What it is today? So, bring in pill testing and stay away from shit drugs, kids. But um, I just had the time of my life in there, and I think I came back the year after and. It's when that internet friends was huge, so yeah, yeah. got my first experience in the Met, and the dragon was still in the roof yeah, at man, that stage. Like, yeah, so I, I'd never seen anything yeah. like it. Yeah. Like that's I mean, the
0: thing. Your first time in that environment, it's, yeah. like, it's the whole package. Exactly, it's not man. just the music; it's
1: the DJ, the music, yeah. the production, the uh-huh.
0: thousands of or hundreds of people yeah, exactly. with you. Like yeah. you know, yeah. like.
1: So it was that like? And now you're going to die. Yeah. Before that, that drop, dragons coming out of the roof, spraying CO two with the lasers in the oh, eyes, and I was they like, need to "Bring
0: that back!
1: What that is was so this? Mental, yeah. Man. Like, so that I was hooked, man. Like already loved music, but from that point, I was like, "Okay, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then the 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 you know the the experiences started to happen. Next thing you know. I was playing Sundays at the Boundary, and at that stage, I think, like, thank mum and dad for this. I was playing, like, Savage Garden in my sets and shit like that, because there might be, like, the odd local having a beer. I'm like, well, I'll get to play something for old 43-year-old Roger sitting in the corner Mm -hmm. having a skewy. So, play a bit of old-school Aussie shit, and he'd he'd start to vibe off that. And then, as people would roll in, like, it it was very much a party atmosphere, Mm -hmm. but like massive learning curve because I could be playing to a different person every single week yeah. and I essentially had to please them. So yeah. yeah. played there and then they started doing a little bit of promo stuff for GPO. Um, So through them, got recommended to the guys that that own GPO. And again, through footy, the wonderful sport it is, the guys who own the club, um, they played footy with guys – that I went to school with. So, so you had that connection. Yeah. Friend of a friend. Exactly. It's always the friend of a friend. Exactly right, mate. <laughs> um so got the leg in there and same thing, I was just playing the open nine till ten. Yeah. There's maybe four or five people in there sort of grooving in. So learnt the art of an open set and it's so important to learn. Big isn't it? time, man. And I cool. didn't know. At the time, what an open set had to right. be! So I've got my favourite tunes, but and I'm just smashing it, it out, just
0: smashing this hard, like hard EDM yeah. for the time. Exactly. <laughs> it's so, like, hey mate, there's like four people here. It's yeah, like, no one's really drunk. Down. No <laughs> one's drunk yet. Yeah. everyone's having their first beer. or Exactly, yeah, blah, 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 man. You need to so just bring it back, make it cool shit. We can sit down and listen have to a and couple nod of the head to. Too.
1: Exactly, man. Yeah. So luckily there was a couple of guys there that that knew that art and took me under the wing and and sort of showed me. Yeah that and then how to play the headlines how to play the closes. The different sets yeah so i'd say gpo's were a properly learned the, the craft yeah. of sort of dance or, yeah. or house or whatever yeah um and then the the guys that owned gpo bought the met obviously mm. and then i sort of started playing down there a little bit because that room scared me man Okay. no no main room Oh, main room at at, at the at, met at the first met, time yeah. i played that i just I was so overwhelmed with the size and – It's a big room. Yeah, huge, man, compared to like GPO with the low roof. Yeah. People are in your face. Yeah. You, you can't help but have that connection there. Whereas yeah. was at the Met the first time I played it. I felt disconnected. Yeah. And everyone – like you can't be more centerpiece yeah. than you can at the Met. So it actually scared the shit out of me, man. And, yeah. and I said to Morgs, who was doing rosters, I was like, bro, like I, I'm not ready to sort of do this. Um, so I kept playing at GPO, I kept sort of grinding away, and, and then just gradually would play one or two sets at the Met and then yeah. got comfortable with it, um, played that a little bit more, and then my musical taste sort of developed, I, I think, as it does for a lot of people that yeah. start in, you know, the 128 realm, just smacking out bangers, will gradually yeah. learn – how much more yeah. there is in dance music? Yeah, um,
0: there's groove,
1: there's swing, oh, there's dude, there, <laughs> beat time, there's, so... there's melody. Yeah, yeah there's exactly. So many different things. Yeah. So I, I live in the tech house realm now, man. Yeah. Like Two Shoes even called it early when I was playing Sundays at the boundary. Yeah. I played, like, I think it was a, a I can't even remember who it was, but it was a Tech House remix or, like, a really popular song. Yeah. And I dropped it, at like, 4 o'clock in the Arvo, and he's like, wait, where'd this come from? And I was like, oh, I was just, like, in the depths of SoundCloud and found it, hit the dude up, he sent it to me. And yeah. And he's like, dude, you vibe Tech. And I was yeah. like, I, what's Tech? What's like Tech? Like, I had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. And, yeah, as as sort of life works out, it's come – full circle again, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm flogging that down in Coco now. So. Yeah,
0: and because you moved from GPO, like, as that was your main home, yeah. to the Met and Coco, yeah. and, and you changed your brand or your That's, nat- yeah, DJ that's when the name, name. changed
1: there, yeah. yeah. So, so from dip
0: throat to now it's just
1: Dippy. Dippy, yeah, yeah. And, and everyone sort of just called me Dippy anyway, so yeah. it felt almost natural to sort of do it because I was sort of outgrowing gpo and not in a term like not in terms of like being too big for the club because that's just stupid but my musical taste and it wasn't that edm yeah i wasn't i wasn't that age anymore either like trying to go back to gpo now like i'm 30 plus to to party with 19 year olds i'll give it a fair crack don't get me wrong but i'm just not vibing that music or stuff like i used to so different. I'd, I'd rather someone who's 110% keen on that to be playing that slot than yeah. me sort of faking it yeah. just to fill the time and yeah. get the cash, you know. Because you've so. got
0: to enjoy your time up there playing. 100%, you know? like 100%. You've got to be, like you said, you've got to enjoy playing to one person yeah. or 100 people exactly right to do that, yeah. now it's changed for you.
1: Exactly, man. So, I was talking to Dos um, so Sturgis at the time and he was like, bro, why don't you come play in Coco? Like, that's what we're trying to do down there like yeah. trying to sort of rebrand in there a little bit yeah. so come and play down there so thank fuck I had that chat to him because otherwise none of it would have happened so yeah. awesome. um, I sort of disconnected from GPO and that's when I did the whole hanging out the headphones at GPO and relaunching as and like it was not a relaunch by any means it's it just change, this new direction changed the name on my DJ page and my yeah. Insta and yeah. started playing different music essentially mm. so Yeah, hitting Coco for a little bit and was sort of banging it out in there. And then, yeah, sort of, again, with the full circle chat, um, with the guys opening Burn Lane, I started playing a lot of party stuff back in there um, because, like I said, I'm 30 now. I would still enjoy a drink and a good time with my mates, Mm. but we're not going to GPO anymore. Um, They're probably not coming to the Met anymore. They're, They're not into that tech house realm. They... Love to have a dozen skillies and just listen to yeah. Eagle Rock or, yeah, you yeah. know, the Angels or yeah, something cool yeah. like that, that they just have a drink to and enjoy yeah. a nice night out. Well, cool. I'm down for that. Because yeah. I. Like I said, I listened to all that shit growing up, and yeah. played at the boundary. I played fucking like, still DJ weddings, man. Like, yeah, yeah, you can't turn down that sort of cash.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So off I play weddings can be fun to play at too. Time.
0: Sometimes, man, because like you know, like you said, you can play all that other music, yeah, yeah. and people love it and get in, you know, and you've got that. Yeah. Wide range of, you've got people yeah. who are like 90, 18, 19 or uh-huh. younger. Right, through to 60, 60 70, yeah. 70, yeah. So you can play all that stuff. I and, did one. And it works well. Like
1: last weekend, I think it was, or the weekend before, for a singer. Um, and she does covers and things like that. And I sort of didn't let on because I didn't want to you know, make it awkward or anything like that. But I'm like, fuck, there's a bit of pressure here because she's going to know music as yeah. well. And I'm not just gonna be able to roll up and smack out the Fanzi Barnesy horses and yeah. thanks very much. Um so I was trying to, like I ask everyone that I do like private gigs for, give me a brief. Like yeah. just send me twenty okay. of your favourite tracks yeah. so I know That's what to the work best with. To do,
0: yeah. Um Send me ones if you definitely wanna hear it. Yeah make sure you tell me that exactly. and I'm, I'll play it like, like I've got thousands yeah. of songs anyway yeah. so we should be sweet but uh, yeah. just in case if anyone's particular
1: that you yeah. want, that means something to you let me know let me know and I'll play them. yeah so luckily because her husband was a mad backstreet boys like five which yeah. I, it was a greek like yeah, italian like 90s, wedding yeah not what I like assumed at all which yeah. is why I should never but um it was a bloody awesome wedding yeah. in the end because there was musicians and dancers and all of that there Dance floor was chocker a whole appreciation night. Appreciation for it. Yeah. And my biggest song of the night was fucking Sorrento Moon by Tina Arena, like <laughs> requested by one of the uncles or, or yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't know. It was just an older gen. Um, he goes, mate, got a hot tip for you. Play Sorrento Moon by Tina Arena, yeah. and like nine times out of ten, you'd be like, "Show our uncle fucking Davos." Like you've got no yeah, idea. Yeah. I did this at every wedding. Like yeah, yeah. almost ignored him, but he he had a good. Good vibe, good banter and all yeah. of that. So I and mean, I'll give I'll it, it, give it, it, it yeah. a crack and see how we go. Sure enough, shrunk everyone onto the dance room yeah. went, You have just done me the best service. Yeah. yeah. here <laughs> and then we we're away. I just all night it, it, it took over. So yeah. man, I I like fuck, I'll play everything and anything, but yeah, the, the the tech house
0: sort of realm. That's the vibe at the moment. Is is what I'm loving. Yeah. So you doing any are you you said Billy's been away for a bit, you doing any production mm-hmm. with him? Mhm. At the moment
1: you got anything in the works, com- anything so, coming any with high tech? So another one off for mastering. Um, and I'm pretty sure Tommy's across it. Um, yeah, cool. so we've got it yeah, in with him and and out for mastering. So yeah, let that do its thing and, and hopefully... Yeah, cool. So there is see- something in the There like is, yeah, yeah. So, stuff, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of production nowadays. If Billy's away, he can take his laptop with him, mm. he'll chug away on shit, send it across and, and I'll sort of give my feedback. Essentially, Billy does all the heavy lifting when it yeah. comes to ten two. I
0: always talk about like with a duo or yeah. like a collab like that, you need to have... Um, everyone's got to bring something to the table, mm-hmm. and it's like he's probably bringing the production, mm-hmm. and you've got like you said the gigs time, and the DJing yeah. sort of stuff. Like, yeah, it's good That's to it. hear that again. Like you know, yeah. for anyone out there who's maybe in a duo, you yeah. know, if you're not bringing anything to the table, yeah, you got to. It's gotta, just a solo act, and you're yeah. tagging along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. figure out what you can bring to exactly, the table and get man. good at that. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. So I mean, I I'm under no illusions or spells that that it's predominantly Billy. Like, I... I But are you
0: you learning any? Oh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. bit.
1: So I'll go around. When he is in town, I'll sit sort of shotgun and and go through it with him and and he's sort of explaining everything he can. But obviously, he's got to... That's the best way to learn Yeah, if he's got to explain every single step, we're never going to get anything fucking done. So um, I'll just... Like, man, sometimes I'll just be lying on the bed while he's sort of tinkering away and I'll hear something, bang that's it, Billy, yeah. like, whatever you're doing there, let's yeah. fucking narrow right in on that yeah. and, and roll with that. So... Um, you're executive producing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so that's it. And, man, I, like, I get a, I get a real good buzz out of it. There's yeah. nothing, like I said, DJing's amazing, but when you're playing your music yeah. and a crowd's buzzing off of it, especially, yeah. like, your peers, like... yeah you respect their yeah, opinion on music. Five or six DJs in the booth, and you're like, "Oi, this next one's mine." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's sick." Or if you don't get that, you're like, "Okay, scrap that tune. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, that no, one need anymore." Need way more work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, man. A little bit. little bit in there now. So it's probably just finding that time to to sit down and work on a little bit more now yeah, and, and making it takes, happen. It takes so much time. Big time. Big so time, time, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's it. So, what, um, like, how can we how can we donate to So, to the blue? Like, you know, how can we yeah, get onto that? I'll, I'll put some links in the show notes yeah, for you cool, and, cool. and pump it out. But, like, yeah. is there a website or
1: something we can, yeah, go, so you to, can go to? Yeah, you go to Everyday Hero and search Lads Run for Depression with the number four, um, or Kane Freeman, Ruben Attrut, Nathan Adams. Um, yeah. We're all on there, or any of my socials. I'm plugging it through Instagram, yeah, yeah. Facebook. All of that. Yep. Um, yeah, the links are there and yeah, donate big, small, anything. Words, words of encouragement will be enough and, at yeah, this stage. Counts. Or
0: share the link to it. Big or time, A little bit like, you know, yeah. branch that network yeah. out and maybe you can't give any money, but you can pump it out to people big you time. know that's, who that's might huge, be able to give man. some money. That's yeah.
1: huge because. Yeah, you know, Facebook al- algorithms and all of that, people yeah. probably aren't seeing it. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, and I said lads run for depression. We've brought our first female in to the team as yeah. well. Um, no, so it's not lads, it's not, it's yes, lads, it's lads, not. and one lady at this point. So, one of the boys we were training with, his wife, he was big noting about how good of a runner he is. So, uh, yeah, she signed him up. And, okay. and and herself, she's a she's a gymnast. So, oh, who's
0: she, that? Because
1: I, so I used to be Alicia gymnast. Alicia Beecham. Alicia. Um, her husband's Dane, Daddy Cool Beecham. He used to be a professional kickboxer, world oh, titles, sweet. all of that. So he do, He can run very. Yeah, yeah. he's run a few his Yeah, Ks in but day. she's like, okay, well, you can put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. So signed him and herself. I said, well, man, like, are you part of like a work thing or whatever? And he's like, no, so she just signed stuff. I said, well, have I got some bloody things for you to be doing mate yeah. so he was bang on because he's yeah. really good mates with Rubes as well and sort of helped him through a bit of that so yeah they've jumped on board and and we're now lads lads plus one lady lads Runs plus one lady yeah, so, yeah awesome
0: um, so and then if we want to um, you know maybe link up or see your socials or any of your music yeah, or yeah. what do we look for so on the socials 10 so Tentu can-
1: Music tnt O for, right. for the duo stuff DPIUS um Oh, excuse me, for, for for my solo stuff. Um, but yeah, production wise, SoundCloud, same thing, 102 Music. Yep. Um, so is it
0: all the same, like, sort of uh, handle on, like, you know, Instagram, Facebook? It's yeah, all the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that's, that's why it's the Dippy8US. Um, yeah. Is there
0: another Dippy somewhere? There right? is.
1: There's, there's another Dippy. Who hasn't been active for like eight years and has like four photos and just. We need as to many, get onto that dude and um, I messaged yeah. him. I'm like, it's yeah. probably an old account he doesn't have a password for. So I was yeah. like. DPA yeah. US it is, was one of the words across all platforms and. Perfect. That's it. Like, I mean, Your I'm old not search just...
0: engine optimization. <laughs> yeah, make exactly. It work for man. everything, yeah. Exactly. Gravy, so,
1: yeah. yeah, she's all gravy, but, um. Yeah. And, and
0: you're playing at, um, like if anyone wants to see you come play, it's like at, at Coco in the match, yep, maybe. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, that's the spot. Um, and be Lane Or Burn in, Lane. Uh, burn, yeah. lane so. burn Lane. So, I'm back in Coco this weekend, 15th. Uh, we're sending off our homeboy Boulevard. He's oh yes, playing I'm going to, to
0: get Jack in to have a chat before he leaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might have to come out and see him. Yeah, dude. I so might, that'll
1: be pretty. That'll be a pretty good night, I think. Oh, I can imagine. So that's probably one I'll regret not drinking for because yeah. everyone's <laughs> going to be having a couple. So yeah, yeah. Catch me in there on Saturday, and then I think I'm at Burn later that night. Um, but, again, I'll plug it through all my socials and stuff when yep. I'm playing. So so. Just look for you on the socials that's and then it, see you everywhere you're at then.
0: In and out. Yeah, that's the go. Awesome. Thanks for coming in, man. My pleasure, bro. Good brother. chat. Good luck with the run later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Man, that was a fun chat. Um, thanks to Dippy for coming on. Make sure that you guys definitely support this uh, marathon that he's doing. It's for a great cause, helping out Beyond Blue uh, with mental health, depression, anxiety, uh, and all that stuff that, you know, is affecting so many people out there these days. So as I said at the beginning of the episode, if you do want to donate, just head to everydayhero.com. You can search for it's Lads Run for Depression uh, with the number four in there and you can make a donation there. And, you know, if you can, definitely you should. Otherwise, you know, if you can share uh, the link with maybe friends and family, that'd be awesome as well. I really enjoyed getting to know Dippy uh, a bit more on a personal level in this episode It was really great to, you know, get his takes on the industry, but also to see some of the other stuff that he's interested in. So uh, it was great talking about, you know, footy and sport with him and then to hear about his family. And, you know, um, he opened up more than I probably expected him to about his family and, um, you know, everything that some of people who are close to him have gone through. So um, I really appreciate that uh, from Kane for coming in and sharing, you know, his story and and some, some other stories of his family. Make sure you check out all of Dippy's music. So if you want to check out his uh, collaboration with Billy uh, that he spoke about in the episode, that is at ten two. uh, It's T-E-N-T-O-O. If you want to check out any of Dippy's solo stuff, it's just at Dippy A-U-S. So it's D-I-P-P-Y-A-U-S. And that's across all platforms. As always, guys, make sure you like, subscribe, show a friend if you really enjoyed this episode. Um, Follow me on all my socials, at BoyKingKoi on everything. Next week on the show, I've got Shinobi Yurei. I think that's how it's it's pronounced. That's what he told me. So he's going to be on the episode next week, and he can clear up exactly how it's pronounced for us. Um, So, yeah, look forward to that next Tuesday. Uh, And as always, wherever you are, have a great day. Have a great night. I'll see you guys for the next episode.